Hey, welcome to a very special Sports Unfolded NBA preview show. Ron, Kenny, welcome. How are you gentlemen tonight? We're doing all mm-hmm. right. All right. We're better than yesterday, last night with our uh, Patriots post game. So we're only <laughs> going to talk basketball tonight. And uh, really excited. We're going to break down every team, kind of go through some of the keys to those teams. And then um, at the end, we'll, we'll discuss who we feel is going to be the NBA champion uh, this upcoming season. Uh, first and foremost, though, let's congratulate the Chicago Sky of the WNBA for winning the title last night. So congratulations, Candace Parker and her team. Um, they ended up winning that series three three games to one. So She's such a good ball player. Very good. She's one of so the best, good. One of the best in the world. All right. So we're going to start off in the Eastern Conference, and we're going to discuss uh, team by team. So we'll start off with the New York Knicks. The Knicks went 41-31 last season. They're coached by Tom Thibodeau. They averaged 107 points per game, which was 26th in the league, and gave up 104.7, which was the best in the league. So they had the best defense. Ninth overall in rebounding at 45.1. Assists per game, they averaged 21.4, which was 29th. They shot 45.6% and for uh, free throws, 78.4. So a couple key signings. They re-signed Todd Gibson. Uh, they signed Evan Fournier. Uh, they re-signed Derrick Rose, and they signed in a trade. Signed in trade with Kemba Walker. What do we think about this team, and can they improve? Well, I feel they might be too too Sarah, many last me. year's Boston Celtics on this team now. <laughs> they might take a step back. <laughs> Thank you for some. Thank you, Pizza Time, for the bits. Pizza Time. So um, they they have you know Julius Randle, who definitely took that next step last season and was uh, one of those top players in the league. He's so good. R.J. Barrett is R.J. Barrett going to take that next step? Like he's got to be that key for them to continue this run. I look at. I, I like Derrick Rose. The guy's been you know just martyred with injuries his entire career. If he can stay healthy and, and do what he did last year, too, again, they, they, they have a really good team. Yeah, uh, I really like how this team has been put together. Um, you know, I'm still skeptical on Kemba Walker. I mean, I mean, look, he, he, you just got to figure he's not going to play a full season. Like, that's just how it is. You know, and if he gets hurt, and then he goes back to that every other game thing. That that hurts. Yeah, I'm again, sorry. Saw what it did to Boston last season. Um, I mean, we'll have to see how it how it works out with the Knicks. I think they're they've got high hopes that he's going to play more than he's sitting. I don't know if that's even a possibility with those knees. Well, first of all, Tom Thibodeau is a defensive genius, and we know that. Thank you for 2008, Tom Thibodeau. Thank you for 2008. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. But one thing is, he collects guards. There's five guards on this team. Five guards, okay. And o- Obi Toppin has the has to be strong this year. Yeah, he had a terrible last year. Had a great summer league, so he has to improve that until the regular season. Yeah, and I think they expect a lot from Toppin. Uh, again, he was their number one draft pick last season. Yeah. So uh, you realistically, he's got to be that next guy up mentality to say, look, if if they they failed last season in the playoffs, 
Yeah. If they're gonna if they're gonna advance further in the playoffs this <laughs> year, you know, Toppin's gonna have to be one of those guys that really takes that next step. Because I'm not sure Chase Randall's gonna have the same exact season he had last year. Then. No. I, I just I don't know. I don't think uh, I think he's a very good play. He's solid. But mm-hmm. again, he overachieved last season. He was much better than he has been his entire career. So real reality is we've seen more bad than good from him. Yep. Let's talk about a team that's in complete chaos right now, and that's the Philadelphia 76ers. So they went 49 and 23 last season. They're coached by Doc Rivers. They averaged 113.6 points a game, which was 14th overall. They gave up one, uh, 108.1 points, which was six, so pretty good defensively. Rebounding, 45.1, 10th in the league. Uh, assists per game, 23.7, which was 22nd. They shot 47.6% and free throws, 76.7%. We kind of know why the free throws. Uh, ben Simmons was uh, one of those contributing factors to that. They didn't really sign anybody in this offseason. Didn't make many moves. Still have Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris. Biggest question is, can this team win without Ben Simmons if that's the decision? (laughs) I think they can still make the playoffs without him, but it will be like an eighth spot. I got him to second spot with him, though. So there's a big contrast on what happens with and without him. And... And that roster shows why, because like most of the offense goes through Ben Simmons, you know, at least he's either dishing it off or getting the points himself. So it's running through him. You know, I'm not saying he's like the best scorer on the team, but but I, a lot of that offense goes through him. And he brings the ball up. I mean, the whole bit like They'd be foolish to get rid of him, to be honest with you. They'd be foolish. They'd be foolish. Kenny? Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. All the Philadelphia Sixers said, we want you to improve. Oh, I don't want to be here. Are you serious? Are you serious? Are you serious? Did you know last year in the playoffs – Shoot one basket in the fourth quarters. One oh, basket in the fourth quarter. In every game. One basket in every game in the fourth oh. quarter. He's near the basket, trying to dish it out. Dunk the ball. Why he's scared? He's scared of missing free throws. He's scared of missing shots, bunnies, dunks. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. You got the problem is. Is it really that solid, though? Like, if you look at their, you know, Maxi is slated to be their second point guard on the team. You know, eight points and two assists isn't going to get it done. So I think the problem you got to look at is this, though, too. Look, Joel Embiid has not been healthy an entire season. You get rid of Ben Simmons, you're asking a lot of Joel Embiid. A, you need him to play all 82 games. Right, so that puts pressure on him. Secondly, you need yeah. Tobias Harris to be the number two now, whereas right now he they can feed off of what Simmons is bringing to the team and kind of, you know, work it work off of that. 
I think this hurts the team. If Ben Simmons doesn't play for this team, I don't think they're going to get equal value of whatever they get in return. I no. just don't see that happening. No. They won't. And, and you know, I look, I mean, you need a guy that can dish the ball. He can certainly do that. And like I said, all the offense came through him. Okay, when he's bringing that ball up, yes, I understand Joel Embiid, 29 points. Uh, Harris, 20 points. You know, they get more points than Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons is putting them in a position to score. And, and, I, and I'm sorry, it's like, you know, that point guard is so important. We've seen it time and time again. You need somebody that can bring the ball up with conviction, with very good decision-making, and he has done that. And to me, if you take that out and then you have to put in Maxi, what are you even going to get from him? We don't know. We don't know because he doesn't play enough minutes to even matter. And then it gets even worse, you know, next man on a depth chart, you know? So, so the funny thing is, Ron, I agree with you 100%. Look, I to me, I don't want Ben Simmons shooting. I don't need him to shoot. He can rebound. He can He can dish. Right, he's one of the best defensive players in the league, Kenny. You can't deny that, right? So you're getting three solid pieces of a player, and then listen, he's still going to throw in ten to fifteen points a game. Yeah, right. So yep. again, those other guys behind him need to step up. Worry about the free throws. Worry about. So if you got to pull him in, in, with six minutes left in the game, because listen, you're worried about the liability from the free throws. Thinks what he gave you for the first. You know what I mean. Three and a half quarters. Yeah. Ben Simmons has been in the league for five years. Five years. Yeah. Every year he says, oh, I'm going to develop, develop a shot. I'm going to develop a shot. Develop a shot. And how many of those point guards in the league get more than seven points, seven assists in a game? You know? No, that's what I'm saying. I, I To me, I, I, think, I think. He gets. Seven assists. If you're going to get seven assists from a player, you look around the league. Look around the league at all those point guards and tell me how many do that. I'll tell you, there aren't many. And if you give me one minute, I can actually tell you exactly. What's the question? Seven assists he gets. If you look around the league for point guards, how many point guards are going to give you seven assists a game? Chris Paul. There aren't many. Yeah, one name oh. name five others. Name five Westbrook. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Westbrook. Uh, who else? I got. I got. Uh, ooh, 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 yeah, ooh. keep going. Kyle Lowry. Wait, does he? Kyle Lowry. Does yeah. he get seven? Yeah, you get seven. Yeah, yeah. Lowry. He don't play for Toronto no more. I know, but he, he, get, he don't get seven. He don't get seven assists a game. It's easily. I want to thank Church for he the. Is, uh, he is exactly you. seven assists. He is exactly seven. But assists. you need three. All right, let's move on from this conversation. We all agree. Well, two of us agree. Ben Simmons is needed for Philly. Let's talk about our own Boston Celtics. Who? Boston 
The Boston Celtics went 36 and 36 last season. They're coached by Aimi Oduka. Yaduka. I always say his name wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm uh, going to try to say it. Averaged 112.6 points a game, which was 16th in the league. They gave up 111.2 points a game, 11th overall in the league. Rebounding, 44.3, 15th overall. Assist per game, 23.5, which was 25th. They shot 46.6% from the field and 77.5% from the free throw line. Key signings, they re-signed uh, Enos Cantor and Dennis Schroeder. We obviously know the big two they have, right? Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They added Al Hofford back in a trade. What do we really expect from the Boston Celtics this season? I could say one The only thing that you could hope for is that they actually try every game. That's the only thing you can hope for. The one word I'm going to tell you right now is disappointment again. Well, that's two words, I guess. Well. Because I just feel like this team isn't any better than they were last season. So then that would not be a disappointment then. They went 500. If, right. If they go 500 again, it's not a disappointment. And they finished seventh. They yeah. had to play the play-in game. Like it wasn't oh, – this I team know. has more, better Look, talent than that. Eric, I totally get it. Like even on paper, this team isn't as good as last year. Okay. So if they don't get to 500 – it's not really a disappointment because they're expected to not get there because the team is less of a team. But the one thing that we can hope for last year, they only showed up for half the games. So do you think that change at coaching can help the Boston Celtics? I think it can. And I think it will. I think like, I, you know what, Ron, look, we are on, we are on the same vibe. You're going to, you're going to get an effort. You're going to, ha- they're going to have to give an effort because if they don't, they're not going to play. It's simple as that. And I don't think he's afraid to bench anybody, to be honest with you. He already suspended, you know, smart for a, pl- a preseason game. So know? I read one of the, my, my, one of the best things I've read so far about, the, about, uh, y- uh, Yaduka. He actually told the players that if you, if you complain to the referees about a call, he's pulling you out of the game. Because I am sick of seeing Jason Tatum cry about every call. I I finally think we may have a coach that's going to say, look, you, you, you stop complaining. You, we're pulling you. We're taking you yeah. out of the game. Yep. That's what this team needs. Just to play. Be hard. Play hard. Show up for every game. Right? I think I think this change is going to be good. You know what? When is the Seahawks? <laughs> we're on basketball tonight. <laughs> Shakara Power, thank you for joining. But we are we are our NBA preview show here on Sports Unfolded tonight. You, you know NBA, what? So if you got any NBA questions, we can definitely answer them. The defense is going to be good. Okay, we'll make the playoffs because that wasn't up, Eric. But let me tell you <laughs> something. Okay, I don't like Yuduka. I don't. Why? <laughs> he has commitment issues. Okay. How are you going to be engaged? How are you going to be engaged to me alone for sixteen years? Maybe she don't want to get married. What? Come Maybe on. Maybe it's her. Maybe it's her. Come on. Come on Wait, how are you? Are you you're, com- you're comparing his basketball career and coaching what? to his yeah. his relationships. Yeah, sixteen Wait. years. This is what we've been waiting for. And how many years? people? How many people? 
two years ago knew who Neil Long was. Everybody know who Neil Long was. Right, exactly. exactly. Knows who she was. He's a nobody. So if she dumps him, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. They don't know who he is. <laughs> Do we feel like that Ooh. might be the distraction for the team? Because she comes around, <laughs> you know, these guys. Next thing you know, I don't know. No, no. Maybe, maybe I don't, I don't feel any better about this. arrange team. something for the team. Hey, you know, hey, on. if you if you win the game and you get best player of the game, on. you get a ride. <laughs> What do you got? What is this major league where they stop peeling off pieces as they win? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh god! So, so, getting back on topic, do we honestly feel any better about this team, or do we feel like this team's going to be any better? I feel a little better. A little better. I think, look, I don't think. I, like I said, I don't think the team is better, <laughs> talent wise, but it will play better this year. So, can I say this too? Look at the division they're in. And you've got to look at – so the next team we're going to talk about is the Brooklyn Nets once we get into it, right? But think about what they're going through with their player, what Philly's going through with their player, right? Does that yep. help them maybe sneak ahead of these two teams based on the fact that they could be in a lot of turmoil, right? Yeah. That could be an advantage. And we don't expect the Knicks to be as good as they were last season. Okay, they will not sneak past Brooklyn. They could sneak past Philadelphia if Philadelphia gets rid of Ben Simmons. And New period. York, That's right? it. If he and stays there, they're not getting ahead of either one of those okay. two. But I'm just saying. So you think about it. That's a possibility. So let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets. So the Brooklyn Nets finished second overall in the East. They uh, were 48 and 24 last season. They're coached by Steve Nash. <laughs> they averaged uh, 118.6 points a game, which was second best overall in the NBA. Gave up 114.1, which was 21st. Rebounds, 44.4, 14th overall. Assists per game, 26.8, which was 7th. Field goal percentage was 49.4, so that's pretty good. And free throws was 80.4. So they added Paul Millsap, Patty Mills, Resigned Lamarcus Aldridge, who came back after that. Uh, he had to take that year off last year. Resigned Blake Griffin. Obviously, we know they're big too with Durant and Harden. Are they going to have a big three? Oh, I, at some point this year, they will. It may not be who we think. I think they're going to get a trade. Look, they they they're going to have to trade. Did he fall? <laughs> He's falling. He can't get up. I don't know what's going on. If we hit the, the alert thing, we know. Yeah. Um, if I think a Kyrie trade is imminent, that's what I think. I don't know if they can move him with that contract. Who's going to pick him up? And then knowing that he may not get to have to be able to play in certain games. Hey, maybe he'll end up with LeBron. Yeah, I, I could see that happening again. <laughs> Yeah, they make up. I don't know no, look, look, I can see him going to Dallas. I really could. I would like that move. I honestly would like that move. It would be Dallas. good for him because then he doesn't have to wear a mask or get vaccinated or do anything, you know, that, that you know, our president would like him to do. <laughs> I'm talk you about know? It. So, but it's a, it's a reality. He... He doesn't want to do that. He's not going to. 
And in the state of Texas, it doesn't matter. The problem is, though, I, I, and again, I don't know how it works with visiting. Like if you're going to other arenas. Like I know in Brooklyn, he wouldn't be able to play. Right. Right. And I believe it's the same thing with uh, San Francisco. It's all, in that it's all area. state by state. So, so you know, you still might not get this player. You know what I mean? Let's just get 75% of the time you, he plays. Right. Somebody like Dallas, that works out. You're going to miss 50% of your games if you stay with Brooklyn automatically. And they right. have already said they're not even going to bother with it. Yeah, so no, he's, he's going to miss right. every game. So he's eventually going to get traded for something. It must be nice for these players. You know, Deshaun Watson gets to sit on a bench and get paid. Kyrie's yeah. going to get to sit home and get paid. That's that's so we're in, the wrong, it, we're in the wrong business, gentlemen. If I was if I if yeah. I was you know running the Brooklyn Nets, I would trade them for maybe some draft picks, and then you trade those draft picks for a player. And you can get a look, there are there are lots of bad teams. <laughs> Lots of that. There, there is a plethora of bad teams in this league, and you can trade some draft picks to get a new point guard. All right. So let me let me ask you this question: Kyrie decides to get vaccinated. Let's just say it happens. Smart. Not that I don't think it will, but he decides to get vaccinated. Does this automatically put the Brooklyn Nets as the favorite to win the East? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So. Realistically, without him, wh what do you think? They got Patty I Mills. I think they can still do it. Patty yeah, Mills. Patty, on, Patty. You know, yeah. Patty Mills isn't bad. Like, he's not a bad player. He's solid. He's not Kyrie. No, he's not Kyrie, but, but he, you he, don't need Kyrie. Okay. You need somebody that can say, here's exactly. Durant. Yep. Here, Harden. And on the Spurs, he would run. They win the yeah. East with Patty Mills as their starting point guard. Yeah, I think they would. Okay. Okay. All right, let's move on to the next team, gentlemen. That's the Toronto Raptors. They went 27 and 45. They're coached by Nick Nurse. Uh, they gave, uh, they scored 111.3 points a game, which was 19th. Uh, gave up 111.7, which was 15. So they're basically dead even. They gave up a little more than they actually scored. Rebounding, 41.6, which was 28th. Assists per game, 24.1, 20th overall. 44.8% shooting from the field. And free throws, they were 81.5. Uh, signed Gary Trent Jr., Goran Dragic. Um, obviously, they have uh, Pascal Siakam and then uh, Fred Van Vliet. So, obviously, a couple years ago with Ka uh, Kawhi Leonard. Finals, completely different team now. Yeah. Can they get back to their winning ways? Uh, not this year. No. <laughs> they're, they're like lost in this division. They don't have a chance. They don't have a chance. They don't. All of their wins are either going to be against Boston <laughs> or anywhere else. Why you got to go there? Why? Come on. They're not, they're not going to win a single game in New York, Brooklyn, or Philadelphia. Okay. Not a single game. Kenny, any opinions on the, the Raptors? And you know why they're not going to win? They don't have a center. They don't have anything. They don't have anything. They have guards and forwards. Like they're they're, At their center position, they got nine rebounds combined. 
<laughs> per game. Thank you. Thank That's you. Not good. Boston have a center. Oh, probably not because Al Horford don't like to play center. He likes to play yeah. forward. Well, so, he's playing center, just letting you know. And think he stretches the floor. Oh, give me, give me the best center in in that division. Yeah, there isn't one. Embiid. Embiid. Okay, so that's it. Robinson. Robinson. From New York. I like him. Okay. He's all right. He's all right. Eight points, eight rebounds. You know. Nope. Not bad. He's gonna. No, he's gonna get better. They don't too. need a center. They don't need a center. Yeah. Well. Let's let's uh, move on to the central division in the. Wait, East. wait! Don't we? Aren't we predicting where they're gonna finish? Oh no! I was gonna. We can. Let's do that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hurry up! Get yours down. Uh, yeah, I didn't know we were doing that, but that, I, I like it. Well, go well, ahead. That's what we always do, right? All right. Go ahead. That. Go ahead. All right. So in, in fifth, I have Toronto. In fourth, I have Boston. Unless Ben Simmons leaves Philly, then it'll be Philly. Mm -hmm. At three, I have New York. Mm -hmm. At two, I have Brooklyn. Wow. And at number one, I have Philly with Ben Simmons. Okay. Okay. But Brooklyn would be number one if Ben Simmons is gone from there. Okay. All right. Kenny? I got one. I got the Brooklyn Nets. I got two New York Knicks. I got three 76ers. I got four Raptors. He's got Boston fifth. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got Boston fifth. Sorry. <laughs> I got Boston fifth. I love you, man. You're awesome. And he's got that picture in the background. How dare you? So I go, I go, I'm pretty close. I think we're all about to close. I got Toronto in fifth, Boston fourth, New York third, Philly second, even if with Simmons or not, because I think I just think Durant's gonna carry them enough. And Harden, a healthy Harden carries Brooklyn to at least a one spot. Okay. All right, we're going to the central division. Going to the big ooh, D and yeah, let's see what we got here. Eastern Conference Central Division. And we'll start off with the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> so this is a very interesting team. They got they made a lot of changes. Uh, Bulls last season, so you can't even count it. They were 11th overall in the Eastern Conference, but 31 and 41. But coached by Billy Donovan. Billy, right? We know PC baby. Mm -hmm. uh, Friars, let's go. Uh, so Ooh. points per game: 110.721st. Gave up 111.6. 14th. Rebounds: 45 uh, even, which was 11th. Assists per game, 26.8, which was eighth. Shot 47.6% from the field and 79.1 from the free throw line. They obviously added Lamar, uh, Alonzo Ball, Alex yes. Caruso, DeMar DeRozan. They still have Zach Levine, Nikolai Vulcic. How good is this team this year? Obviously, they're much improved from last year. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're – they're, I'll tell you, this is going to be an interesting division. Because there are three teams that can win the division, and they are one of them. Mm -hmm. Like I, I like the team, I like the team. 
like if you add up the points that those players that are starting, uh, it comes out to 96 points as an average. That's just your, your starters. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, no, and listen, I like Zach Levine. He's the only question for me, though, because there's been a lot of talk about him possibly wanting out after all these pickups and feeling like he's not going to be the, the, the guy, the number one guy. Thanks for all those bits, Chimera. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you. Back again. Back again tonight. Thank you. Awesome. Top fan. Right? So look at look at the fact that – Oh, Warzone. He's playing some Warzone. All right. Jump, probably jumping on after this. Um, so Zach Levine is the key to the, to the Chicago Bulls' success because is his heart going to be in it? Does he want to stay in Chicago? Does he want to play with these guys? Most definitely. Right? Most definitely. But Lonzo Ball, to me, I love this. I wanted Boston to grab him. Oh, my God. I did, too. I yes. did, too. Yes. Right? He's a hell of a ball player. Yeah, right? We can criticize. Again, he, he he's improved on his shooting. Like, he, he can rebound. He's going to assist. Think about Lob City 2.0 now. Oh, my God. Him and Zach Levine. Just throw that bad boy up there. Let it just come. The hammer's coming down. Mm. We're gonna. This is gonna be a fun team to watch. Yes. Yeah, it is. Right? And and again, uh, the only one question you would say is DeRozan. I mean, just because of his age, and can he keep up with these boys? Right? Because they're gonna be running. Exactly. They're yeah. gonna be running. Yeah. So I really like the Chicago Bulls. The Interesting. Only is, the, only is, the only thing is they lack a little defense, but if they can get you know going on defense, you know, young kids don't play defense, so. Yeah. yeah. And and again, I think change change of pace, different guys now. Yep. Um the thing, thing is though, Billy Donovan's never been known as a defensive coach. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's an offensive guy. Yeah. He likes yeah. to just, you know, let it let it fly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make yeah. him rain. You know, that's what he does. So we'll have to see. Indiana Paces finished ninth overall in the East, 34 and 38, coached by Rick Carlisle. So there was a change there. Scored 115.3 points a game, so sixth overall, 115.3. So they literally even on what they gave up and scored. It was 25th overall. Rebounding, 42.7. It's 26th. Assists per game, 27.4, which was second overall. So they like to share the ball distribute. Free, uh, field goals, 47.4, and then free throws, 79.2. Only it helps. Got it, helps. it helps when your center can give you seven assists. Yeah. Right, Miles Turner uh, is an anomaly when it comes to. Oh, no, I'm talking about Sabonis. Oh, Sabonis! I forgot Sabonis is on there. That's uh, right. Like uh, daddy. Turner, Turner is the block 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 master. That's what Turner is. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, they, they, like they have a great center position, like yeah. all the way through. Like they produce. I mean, you're talking like like you said, Turner. He gives you 13 points a game coming off the bench. And the seven rebounds from your second center. That's incredible. Yeah. Most teams don't even have that in their first. Yeah, and so if you think about just the fact that uh, from a defensive standpoint, his presence, right? The only thing that I would question is they didn't really do much to improve. TJ McCollum nope. is the only guy they signed yeah. uh, overall. So, you know, what is what is the, the difference with the coaching philosophy now with Rick Carlisle? Listen, he had Luca in Dallas. 
and we all know Luke is a special player. Luke nasty though. And right, but he couldn't <laughs> right, but he couldn't nasty. win. He couldn't get them over the hurdle. Mm-hmm. What less talent <laughs> in Indiana? I mean, does he make a difference? Wait, is it less talent? Yeah. Because you have Luca. Who's probably better than every single player on their team. Yes. Right. Right. He is. I yeah. agree with that. I'm, I'm, I'm saying from a standpoint. The rest of, of the team isn't yeah. as good as this team. I'm sorry. I think Indiana is way better than Dallas. I do. I think they are. All right. Well, uh, uh, Don't give me that smirk. You lit. Don't, don't, don't give house. me that smirk, Kenny. I Sweet see it. Kid in the house. What I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I to me, I would take Dallas's team over this team, but that's me. Thank you. Thank Especially you. Ben Simmons. That was a good call. I like that call. Oh no, Kyrie. We said Kyrie. Put Kyrie on Dallas. Oh my gosh. Oh, that would change everything. That. Let's that talk about. Everything. Let's talk about the Detroit Pistons, who finished fifteenth. <laughs> In the Eastern Conference, not very good. Twenty and fifty-two, coached by Dwayne Casey. Oh wait, that's the Lions. Wait, oh that's right. They're the same. They're the <laughs> same. Wow. wow, you threw that right in there. You see that? They're the wow. same. Got one hundred and six point six points a game, which was twenty seventh. Gave up one hundred and eleven point one. Finished tenth overall. Forty two point seven. On the uh, rebounds, 25th, uh, 24.2 on assists, 18th, 45.2% free field goal shooting, not very good there, and 75.9% from the free throw line. Only big signing that I saw from them was Kelly Olenek. <laughs> they still have Jeremy Grant. <laughs> Sorry. And then I, I do Wait, you said big signing? <laughs> I was probably the best signing they, they, they had. And then let's look at yeah. Cade Cunningham as their, their draft pick there. So what do we think? That boy can ball. That boy can ball. A little bit more confidence. A little bit more focus. But that I don't think it's going to be hard for him to get in the lineup. It's not going to be hard. The can ball. Jimmy Wait, Grant. Thanks, thanks for the subscription, Sway. Jimmy, Appreciate Jimmy, you. Jimmy Grant. Continue it's so, so, listen, it's do, do we feel – do we feel uh, as good about this pick, though? Like, is this going to set the di- – listen, there's no Tim Duncans. There's no – these number one picks that are going to just change an organization. Is are he enough? Saying, are you saying they're not walking through that door? Yeah, they're not walking through that door. There's no Robert Parrish, Larry Bird. Yes, Kevin McHale walking through that door. This is the Chauncey Billups, uh, Ron Mercer – with right, with like that, did not turn around an organization. <laughs> I, I does that hurt this kid? Uh, they're not a it, very good team. There's not much on this team. Look, it, it depends on what Detroit does next year. Yeah. It really does. Like they're gonna they're gonna get a high pick again because this team is gonna be terrible. And when you got. Teams like Milwaukee, Indian, Indiana, and Chicago in this division. Yeah, you already. You're going to take a lot of losses. Yeah, because there's no way that team beats any of them. Kelly Olynyk. No. Way. no? <laughs> no, that's him. It is 14 though. points is the high scorer on this team, most likely. <laughs> big, big Kelly, bringing it on, bring it home, brother. 
Let's talk about another team that that we're, we're really not sure of what's gonna what they're gonna be, and that's the Cleveland Cavaliers. Finished thirteenth overall in the East, coached by J.B. Bickerstaff. Yeah, scored a hundred and three point eight points a game, which was thirtieth, dead last in the league. Gave up 112.3, 17th overall. Rebounds, 42.8, 24th. Assist point, uh, per game, 23.8, 21st. Shot 45% from the field and 74.3 uh, from the free throw line. So clearly across the board, not very good numbers. Yes, but signed, they did get a good signing. Signed Jared Allen, Larry Mar uh, Marketing, right? So two That's good the guys. The problem is, though, they, was, they were loaded at, at the – Big position already. Well, yeah. Now you have Love sitting on the bench, and Love doesn't even know if he's going to buy. I don't know what's going on with Kevin Love. They tried to trade him. He's uh, buy him out so he could go somewhere. Like he could have went to the to, to L.A. and just sat the bench, and won a championship. Mm -hmm. And he decided he wants to stay in Cleveland. I don't know. What about Colin Sexton and uh, Ricky Rubio? So they're two probably best scoring options of both point guards. Yeah, well, Sexton's going to get the start, yeah, so I, that's that's undoubtedly. Uh, he's what has he got? Like twenty-four points a game, four assists. Point guard with only four assists. Nobody okay. can score on that team. They shot forty-five percent. Yeah, I know. That's that's the problem. But now, uh, look, I think, I think getting uh, what is his name. Mikinin or Mackinin, Marketing. Marketing. It's like me doing hockey. Marketing. Yeah, I know. So, Marketing, like, that could change a lot of things. I, I think he's a good ball player, and I think he's going to help this team. Problem it's is not. He's a big, though. Yeah. Right? They, they're, they're, too, they're too loaded on that, that the 4-5 position. I, I'm yeah. not saying that they're they not. Don't have a, they don't have solid forwards or guards. They're in yeah, the same position they that they three were power forwards, three centers. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, I see that. But it's he's going to get maybe an added assist per game, maybe two. You know, if he keeps dishing it to the big guys and let them work down low. That's what they have to do cuz they are not going to they're not good enough to distribute the ball around the perimeter and sit there and shoot all day like that. They have too many big guys that they should just take advantage of the size and go down low and just dunk all day long. That's what they should do. I don't know. I I, I don't I don't understand some of this. Look, I'm not saying that they're gonna like win <laughs> a lot of games, but they're gonna We didn't even talk about the big guy that they signed. What Jared Allen? Taco Fall, baby. Oh, my God. Taco Fall. That's what yeah, they needed. Right. Another center. Taco. Tacos. It's, watch. it's Taco Tuesdays in Cleveland. Watch, <laughs> watch watch, Taco become an all-star. I, I will I will literally. I oh, <laughs> you can't. I, I don't think that'll ever happen. He averages like, three rebounds, right? Three. <laughs> think about this. Three Seven, rebounds. Six. He plays like two minutes a game. Seven, six. What, what happens oh, if he you plays like – What happens if he plays 15 minutes a game? You How's don't he think he's going to get with all these guys? I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Eric. If he plays 15 minutes a game, he's going to give you 10 plus rebounds. We'll see. He ain't playing. I'm just saying. Let's talk about the world champion Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, 46 and 26 last season. Mike Budenholzer is their we coach. They were the number one scoring team in the league at 120.1. 
Gave up 114.2, which was 22nd overall. Second in the league in rebounding at 48.1. 25.5 assists per game, which was 14th overall. 48.7% uh, from the field and 76% from the free throw line. Re-signed Bobby Portis, who was very good for them in the playoffs. So I thought that was a very good signing. Good Rodney Hood, George Hill, so veterans. Semi Ojale from the Boston Celtics <laughs> is now officially there. Obviously, there are Celtics is, everywhere. Yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's an MVP candidate every single year. Mm -hmm. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton in the playoffs definitely took that next step as the number two guy. <laughs> uh, we saw it. Can this team repeat? The division? Yeah. No, no overall. If, overall, if they can stay healthy, yes. If Giannis can stay healthy, yes. Because he is not afraid of the spotlight. He's not afraid of anything. They're not going to rape you. And you think about the, the free throw shooting where he struggled, and then he decided in the finals, he finally came alive, and, and he was hitting those free throws. So if he improves that, yeah, if he improves that during the regular season as well, Think about it. I mean, they, well, they, they can repeat, but they're not going to. Okay. The question was, can they? Yeah, they can. Okay. But, but they're they not going to. I know. I know, Ron. I knew that was coming as well from you. All right. Danny, wait, how you got this division? Oh, I got Bucks number one, of course. I got the Bulls number two. I got the Pistons number three. I like them. They can run. Oh, Wow. Pistons have got three. They're young kids. I like them. They can if okay. they if if they run the ball, they can win some games. You know what I'm saying? And they okay. can sneak in there. Uh, four, I got the Cavaliers, and five, I got the Philly. I got sorry, the Indiana Pacers. I got the Pacers. Yeah. Oh my wow, god! You cannot five. have Indiana at five. Listen, There's no way. This is why we put him on Sports Unfolded because he's not afraid to say what he means. Thank you. Right? Five, yeah. No, he's completely wrong each time. He'll Kidding. say it. <laughs> Kidding me. Jared Kidding Goff. Me. Go we'll, see. we'll see. MVP. Jared Goff, MVP. I, I think I remember that from our football preview show. But we'll, 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 that's okay. It's all right. It's okay. And now, and now oh, we're not talking football. Ron, how do you got this? Okay. So I had Detroit Lions, I mean Pistons, dead last. <laughs> dead last. Wow. They can't even catch Cleveland at this point. Not that what? I was going to bring up football. Not that I was going to bring up football, but Dan Campbell should actually try to coach them and tell them to run through a wall or something. See what happens. Yeah, yeah see what happens. It's not working with the Lions. Cleveland, number four. I have Chicago, number three. I have Indiana, number two. I really like this Indiana team, and I like that Carlisle is going to be coaching it. And Milwaukee, number one. Okay. All right. So I got Detroit at five. Cleveland at four. Yeah. Indiana, three. Yeah. But I think that's a dogfight between them and Chicago. That's what and I – really depends on if Chicago, if Chicago meshes, you know, then yeah. I think Chicago's – and then I you got to have Milwaukee at number one. Yeah. Yeah. That was That was the easy part. Well, the easy part was putting Detroit last, but uh, but Indiana and Chicago, I wavered and wavered back and forth, and, and like you said, you hit the hit the nail on the head, Eric, with the dogfight between those two teams, because one of them is going to be left out of the playoffs. 
Yeah, yeah, it, it, I'm pretty sure you're you're correct on that. Pretty sure you're, you're correct on that. So let's go to the Southeast Division. And we'll start off with the team that finished sixth overall in the East. That was the Miami Heat. They went 40 and 32. They're coached by Eric Spolstra. They scored 108.1 points a game, so 25th overall. 108 even uh, points against, which was fifth, so very good defensively. 41.5 rebounds per game, which was 29th. 26.3 assists per game, which was ninth overall in the league. 46.8% shooting and 79% from the free throw line. Key signings, Marquise, Markeith Morris, P.J. Tucker, Kyle Lowry, Victor Oladipo re-signed, and Duncan Robinson re-signed. Obviously, they got Bam out of Bayou and Jimmy Butler. Let me tell you what I think about Jimmy Butler after the playoffs last year. Like, he's he's good. He, he's an all-star. Like, he got – I don't know what happened with him in Chicago – like that team was just a mess, but since he's been in Miami, oh my god! Love I think it. it's a maturity thing. I think he finally he matured enough to understand that. Listen, if he wants to win and legitimately wants to win, he's got to change his mentality, and you see it. He's yeah. more of a team guy now. He he's he's more about trying to win and not just his numbers. So I think that's key, and I think the talent around him in Miami has been so good. Oh yeah, I mean they they surrounded him with some solid players. Listen, you know? Bam, Bam out of Bayou, as, as much as you know, I I didn't think this guy was for real. We've he he he's 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 good. He yeah. he's he's yeah. a he's going to be an all star for years to come. Now, like yeah. you can see it, he just has every part of the aspect of the game. He can rebound, he can shoot, he can beat you down low defensively. I remember that block against Tatum in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that pretty much sealed the uh, the Celtics. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, but, I, I remember that. So you know what I mean. So he's he's definitely a player. Jimmy Butler is a player. Duncan Robinson's one of the best sh- pure shooters in the game today. So they got that that outside threat. The veteran Kyrie Lowry. What can he give to this team though? Is they, is he going to have enough gas in the tank to really get them to continue to drive? Yeah, you got you got plenty. You got plenty. And yeah, not, you know, I think it's Tyler Hero. Because Tyler Hero is nasty. Hero as well. Yeah, it's Tyler Hero. He nasty. That, this team is stacked. Yeah, they're yeah. a very good team. Oh, absolutely. They're they're going to be contending for, for in in the East. There's no doubt in my mind. No, I, I have no doubt either. I, I think. Uh, look, they're going to get one of the top seeds. I I, I don't see. I don't see anybody in this division that's going to be able to stop them. No, so the only I know there's Atlanta, but and that's the team we're going to talk about next. And I, I think they're the only team that you can honestly say, look, are they going to take the next jump? So last season they obviously took a, a major step. Trey Young became a, a legitimate superstar, but uh, they finished forty-one and thirty-one last season. They're coached by Nate McMillan. So I love that coaching change last season. It worked so well for them. They averaged 113.7 points a game, which was 13th overall. Mm-hmm. Gave up 111.4, which was 12th. 45.6 rebounds per game, fifth in the league. 
assists per game, 19th overall, 46.8% from the from the field, 81.2% on the free throw line. Resign John Collins, very big signing. Clint Capella re-signed with them, and they've got Trey Young. Yeah. Can this team can this team be in the mix to be one of those top seats? Well, I don't think they're going to catch Miami, so that's going to put them, you know, in one of those vying for a spot, you know, in that top eight, say, you know, and uh, I think they, I think they do get in because I think they are going to be at least better than Boston, which I have Boston on that, that line. Cause we don't know what we're going to get with Boston. So you could very well see Boston out Chicago in, you know, stuff like that for me. Uh, so it's, it's going to be tough because they're going to have to, to battle it out with like Indiana, uh, New York, Boston, Chicago. Those are the teams that are going to be clumped down there and they're not going to get a top four seed. You know, because I don't think they're going to be able to overtake Miami or Kenny, either Brooklyn or Philadelphia. I know you got something to say. I could see it. The wheels are turning. <laughs> I think they're a great team. Trey Young is awesome. They got a lot of defense. But there's one thing I want to see from them. I want to see the little Italian boy, Danilo Gallinari. You know what I'm saying? I want him to, to, you know, he's been in the league for a long time. He can shoot. He can defend. He can pass. So they should be using him. He should be starting in that lineup. 13 points a game is no no slouch coming off that bench. Hey. Like, uh, they have a solid bench as well when you look up and down that lineup. Yeah, Clint Capella, John Collins. Right. right. I I love the big men. Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich is, again, very good player, solid. So, again, this team, to me, is in the mix. Oh, it's definitely in a mix. So, the the key is, though, listen, Trey Young, to me, is the next Steph Curry. Mm. Right? And if he can do what Steph did for the Warriors and get all those other guys, but who's going to be his Clay Thompson or his Draymond Green? That's going to be the key. The Italian yeah. boy. Uh, he wants Gallinari. So, you know, if they, if they can get one of those guys to become that number three for them, yeah, this team could 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 make some noise. Oh, it, so, uh, it, it could and it will. It will make noise. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying they're in the playoffs. It's just where they're going to fall yeah, in that. Yeah. Like, somewhere between five and seven is where I'm thinking. Mm. Can they finish higher than fifth, though? That that would be my question to you. Yeah. And I know there's that some would good be tough because yeah. because you have that Philadelphia and um, the Brooklyn uh, and- Brooklyn in the same division. So most likely one of them is going to be the number one, and the other one is going to be number four. Most likely. So let's talk about a team that honestly we don't have any idea what they're doing right now. And that's the Orlando Magic. So they're 21 and 51 last season. They're coached by Jamal Mosley, so brand new coach there. 
uh, scored 104 points a game, which was 29th overall. Gave up 113, <coughs> which was 20th. 45.4 uh, rebounds per game, which was seventh. So again, a lot of misses gives you an opportunity to to get some rebounds. That that helped them. Assists per game, 21.8, which was 28th. Shot a whopping 42.9% from the field. I don't. I think they were dead last in the league in that. 77.5 in free throws. Biggest signing that I saw from this team, it looked like, was Robin Lopez. Yeah. They got Markel Fultz, who I'm not even sure is going to play at the beginning of the year. I believe he's got an injury at this point. And Mo Bamba. Yeah, those aren't the biggest signings. Who do you got? Jalen Suggs. They have fifth round draft. Pick. I was bent to him. I was draft, but I said just signings, like pure signing. Yeah, well, not, I mean, no, I, I again. That's so bigger. You think Suggs is going to be enough to get this team at least to not be one of the worst teams in the East? Oh, no, they're going to be one of the worst teams. Yeah. But this is this is a new coach coming in. Okay. So the first thing he that coach needs to do is instill some defense. Okay. And he's got to teach the kid. That's his job this year. Install defense, teach the kid. Because this team is going nowhere. So next year, that kid needs to make sure he's starting. And then you bring in your next draft pick. And it's going to be a high pick again. So that is how this team can get back on track. Forget everything the last few seasons. It doesn't matter. Because that's what you have to key in on. But this is what I say. If you're Orlando and you're smart. You got you have a Ricky Valens night, and it becomes Mo La Bamba, right? <laughs> and you could you could basically, I mean, now you get the fans in the seats, oh, you get a little excitement, that Latin mix there down in Florida. You know what I mean? It's going to be perfect. Yeah, okay. get the fans back in it. These guys play a little hotter, mm -hmm. and they still finish dead last in the East. But so you need you need to get Lou Diamond Phillips in there. Lou Diamond Phillips could come and show up to the game. I think. Right. Great. That'll install some magic. See? Hey, look at that. See? See what we just did there? Look at us. We're geniuses. All right. Let's move mm. on. Let's move on to the Charlotte Hornets, who went 33 and 39. <laughs> They're coached by James Borrego. Borrego. See? See? Borrego. Like, you almost forget this team is still in the league because so, I only put Charlotte. Charlotte Hornets, baby. Borrego. Rigo's in there. You see that? Yeah. Gave up 100. Uh, they scored 109 points per game, which was 23rd. They gave up 111.4 points, which was 13th. 43.8 rebounds a game, 19th overall in the league. Assist 26.5, which was 5th. Shot 45.5% from the field and 76% from the free throw line. Kelly Oubre Jr., biggest signing it looks like. Obviously, you had the rookie of the year in LaMelo Ball. Gordon Hayward and his health issues. Can he stay healthy? And Terry Rosier, Scary Terry. What do we think about this team? Uh, depending on, on what Washington does, if they don't unload everybody, <laughs> Charlotte will come in fourth, possibly third. So the I thing mean, it's, not, it's, it's, can it's I say, not a bad team. Let me ask you this question, though. Would you say they're a bigger disappointment than Boston? Just based on if you look at the names they have? No? 
No. No. Because this team is on the edge of of making a huge upset. You, you might as well call yeah, them like, Denver like, Nuggets back in the day. I mean, look, they got a solid squad. Rozier, Hayward, Washington, Bridges, Lamelo Ball, mm-hmm. Ish Smith, Bismack Biombo. Yeah, you can add on that one. What is that Plumley uh, Center? Plumley, yeah. yeah. These kids can rip. Like a, they're, they're nice players. They're nice players. Nice player. ball, you know, ball is a ball is a ball great player. Ball. Great. But, but thing, listen, if if Hayward can't stay healthy, yeah, he's the glue that's going to hold this together. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. He's the guy that can get these. Again, no he's that veteran leadership that that team's going to need to try to get through. And and their bench comprises of all small forwards. <laughs> yeah. True. You know, they have they have what one power forward and a and a point guard, yeah. and everybody else is a small forward on that bench. So that's, what about that's not good? Yeah, not good at all. <laughs> Got to get some depth on that on, on the on the back end of it. Yeah, uh, Washington Wizards. You had brought up Ron. They finished eighth overall in the East, which was surprising. Yeah, right yeah. from where they started, thirty four and thirty eight overall. Coached by Wes Unsell Jr. Scored 116.6 points a game, which was third. So you think about it from a scoring standpoint, extremely good. But gave up 118.5, which was 30th. So dead last in the league, giving up points. Rebounding 45.2, eighth. Assist per game 25.5, which was 13th overall. Shot 47.5 from the field and 76.9 from the free throw line. Team had a lot of changes. Obviously, the trade, Russell Westbrook, to LA, brought along Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell Pope. They signed Spencer Din uh, Dinwiddie from um, the Brooklyn Nets. I hate Obviously that. They have Brad- Bradley Beal. I kind of like this team a little bit. They're sneaky good. Sneaky good. I'm not saying they're going to, but I think it could be a 500 team and possibly continue to get into the playoffs again next that's season. If- that's oh, if Dinwiddie turns out to be a good point guard because somebody's got to dish the ball and he's their only point guard. <laughs> so, so like if he can't do it, this team is absolutely screwed. Absolutely screwed. They will do nothing if Dunwitty can't get jo- the job done. So I think Kuzma's the key. Yeah. Oh, Kuzma. I mean, he he was living in the shadow of LeBron. I don't think he yeah. was ever going to get out of it. Yeah. Uh, all the pressure in the world. Listen, no pressure now. Bradley Beal is a, is one of the best players in the league. He finished second overall scoring. Right. But I don't think he he doesn't have the same cachet as a, a LeBron James. He's not going to overshadow or overpower this kid. If he can become that player. You know what I mean? What did he average last season, Ron? Do you have that number in front of you? Uh, 13.6 rebounds. He can be a 20-point-a-game guy. He can be. Right? So now that makes them a much better team. Pope, I like Pope. He's solid. But look, he can only be that if somebody's getting him the ball. That's why this whole season for Washington relies entirely on Dinwiddie. Like, if he doesn't do the job, if he can't dish the ball, and we don't know if he can or not. Like, he had three assists last year. Uh, we don't know. 
Yeah, I think he, so but he was a role he, player in Brooklyn. Right, and I understand that. But if he can't do it, like yeah. there's no track record saying he can. So he if, he, for if he can't do it, this team is screwed because there won't be anybody to bring the ball up and distribute the ball properly. And that's going to create that could create career lows for some of these players, including Beal. I just think sneaky good. I'm just saying Keep one eye on him, one mm-hmm. eye, because I just think that, listen, if it all comes together, they're not a bad team. All right. No, so, but, but again, it has to, it's all up to Dinwiddie. Yeah. So uh, I'll start off uh, this one, how I had this division going. I got Orlando at five. I don't think there's any question that there's just so much work still to be done in, in Orlando. First place, baby. No. Right. You got Kenny. Kenny's going to probably finish in, Second, because he loves the young kids. He likes the young kids. I got Washington at four. But, again, that all depends on if the team gels or not, because I could see them swapping with Charlotte at three. Atlanta at two, but it's going to be a dogfight between them and Miami. Uh, I got Miami at one. I just think they've got too much talent. But I also see that the Hawks could definitely take the one spot if it all comes together for them as well. Mm. Kenny, who do you got? I got the Magic at five. So oh, okay. Five. I was waiting. I got, okay. the, I got Washington at four. Okay. Yeah. I got the Hornets at three. Yep. Miami at two. Oh, he's got Atlanta. And Atlanta at one. Yeah. I thought I thought it was going to be a clean sweep there for a moment. Uh, so you got the same I got? Yeah. Oh. Orlando fifth. Washington fourth. Charlotte third. Uh, Atlanta second. Miami numero uno. Hmm. I, I think Miami. Look, I like Miami. I really do. I like them. But again, I think if Atlanta just continues that that stretch like they had in the playoffs, they could be that one seed. They could be that one seed. All right, gentlemen, we're in the so, first hour here. So before we go further, Eric, yes. um, I think you should go through like at least about a minute of of what we got coming up. And Absolutely. down the road, like with that special NFL thing and everything, and, and go through Definitely. all of our yeah. our so, stuff. So, if you're enjoying what you've seen so far, right? We're in the NBA preview show uh, with uh, Ron and Kenny. Uh, so we are live every Friday night on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Follow us on Twitch. Subscribe Rhode Island underscore Broadcasting. Watch us on YouTube and Facebook on Rhode Island Broadcasting. Follow us on social media at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram. You can also listen to us on our podcast. We have it on Amazon, Anchor, Google, and Spotify. So, so many different ways to watch us. We are also going to do a midseason NFL show, which will kind of grade where these teams are, where we thought they were going to be. And who are surprise teams and who are the teams that we feel are, are disappointment. So that, that'll that be coming up in about a few weeks now. We'll do it about week nine of the NFL season. So we have that going on as well. And then obviously uh, with the World Series coming up, once the World Series comes up, we'll do a World Series uh Maybe a preview show for the World Series. You guys are awesome. I love you guys. I love you guys. So that's what we got going on for Sports Unfolded. Uh, we're really excited. We definitely appreciate everybody that's subscribing, following, giving the bits. 
Uh, you guys have been amazing on Twitch tonight. Thank you all for that have joined so far. Check us out on Facebook at Sports Unfolded, on Twitter at Space, uh, Sports Unfolded as well. Love to get to follow those as well because it'll give you a lot more information. Uh, we're on to the Western Conference, gentlemen. Got through that first hour. So the Western Conference, and here we go with the Northwest Division. And we're going to start off with a team that, uh, let's just say Alex Rodriguez is proud to own now, I guess. I don't even know if he's still on. Did that ever officially go through? But Minnesota Timberwolves finished 13th overall in the West. They were 23 and 49. They're coached by Chris Finch. They scored 112.1 points a game, which was 18th. Gave up 117.7 points a game, which was 29th. 43.5 rebounds a game, which was 20th. 25.6 points, uh, six assists per game, which was 11th. Shot 44.8% and free throws 76.1. No major signings that I saw. Um, obviously, Beverly, they, well, they got Beverly. They got Beverly in a trade, right? Uh, which, yeah, I think he got traded twice during the offseason. Yeah. So Beverly, they got Carl Anthony Towns and then D'Angelo Russell. Is this team any better? No. Uh, no. no, not really. Right. <laughs> no. So I don't know. Listen, at the end of the day, a lot of people have talked about trading for Towns, a couple different teams, and what what he could bring. I don't know if that kid has the heart. I really don't because I haven't seen him do anything to actually make Minnesota better. No, and look, I remember when they traded Wiggins, who I felt that if they would have kept Wiggins and Towns together. I think it would they would have been better off, um, mm -hmm. but I mean, you got good you got a good trade for them, but they squandered it really. Kenny, I, any I, I opinions on them? What was that? Kenny, any opinions? This team's dead in the water. They're terrible. I mean, uh oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're breaking up with Kenny again. Yes. All right. So, he better, so he yeah. better prove it this year or he's done. Right. Because I don't even think teams want to trade for him at this point because I don't think they, they've seen enough in him to say, hey, look, this guy can help our team. No. Let's talk about the, the motions. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I think he just – he's getting paid. <clears throat> Let's talk about the team that finished first overall in the West, and that was the Utah Jazz. They went 52-20. and 20. They coached by Quinn Snyder. Scored 116.4 points a game, which was fourth overall. 107.2 points against, which was third overall. The number one rebounding team in the league at 40.3. 23.7 assists per game, which was 23rd. 46.8% from the field and 79.9% from the free throw line. Resigned Mike Conley, which was pretty big. Uh, signed Rudy Gay, Hassan Whiteside. They signed. They obviously have Donovan Mitchell, uh, Bogdanovich, and Rudy Gobert. Is this still the best team in the West? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I see. I think their style works for what they have. No. No. I don't. I don't know. I mean, did they do it? They, to me, they didn't really 
do I like White Side now off the bench. I think that's a, a solid backup for Gobert. Donovan Mitchell is is still one of the best young players in the league. Mike Conley is definitely still a quality veteran point guard that's going to do it, you know, enough for them. And I love I think Quinn Snyder is one of the best coaches in the in the NBA. He's getting a lot out of that team. No, neither one of you. I can't sell you on it. Uh, look, I wasn't sold on them last year either. Right, and they and, and think about what they I did. Know. That's record in the league. So, right? like you look at them, and it's like, okay, well, how are they doing this well? You know, and and. But it doesn't have to be pretty with them, right? It's like the Spurs no. back in those days. It was like they yeah. weren't pretty. Yeah, they weren't the high flyers. They just their team was constructed the way it would work for what the players they this had. Is, yeah. This is what I'm hoping that the Celtics can become. Never gonna happen. You know, like with a new coach installing a heart. <laughs> you know, because because it seems like these players just get up and play every day. So let me, like, it doesn't blow you away. Like those those yeah, players don't blow me away. You know, you know the one player that does it? That's Donovan Mitchell, right? Who's part owner of the Utah Jazz? We all know who that is. He just took he just bought an owner. Dwayne Wade. Oh, okay. that's right. Yeah. Right? So Dwayne Wade, if you think about what he did in Miami and how he could carry some of those teams. That's what this kid does for that organization. He's that he's that spark plug. He's the reason why they were the number one team last season in the West. Because if you're overall, you're saying it, right? They they don't have the most talent. Yeah. The Lakers have more talent. The Clippers have more talent, right? All these teams have more talent. He's that spark plug that gets all these other guys to play even better. And then you get one of the best defensive centers in the league. And it shows because then they're the third best team defensively as well. So not only are they scoring at a high clip, they're in the top five, but they're also the best defensive team in the league in the top five. You don't yeah. see that too often. That's what makes them a contender and makes it interesting for them. Because again, it just depends on how they get seated in the West. They could very easily be in the Western conference finals, possibly trying to compete for a finals. And I gave Kenny gas. <laughs> That's what Kenny got from that. All right. We're going to move on to the Oklahoma City Thunder. OKC. OKC, baby. 22 and 50 last year. That They're coached by Mark Denault. Remember when this team mattered? Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. What a dismantling. Think about, oh think about it, right? They had the rant Harden in Westbrook mm-hmm. at one point. Like... Imagine How if those guys had just stayed together for together. all those years. How that, dominant they would have been. Oh my god. It would have been it would have been ugly everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like they like they could have they could have easily three feuded. Yeah, yeah, they would have dominated. Mm-hmm. So points per game, 105 per game, which was 28th, 115.6 against, which was 26th. Oof. They were six rebounding though, 45.6, 27th uh assists at 22.1. Shot 44.1% and 72.5 from the free throw line. I didn't see any big signings. The best players, it looks like, is Derek Favors and Shea Gilgris uh, Alexander. Yeah. That's Do you guys see anything that I missed? No. 
Uh, Basley, 14 points. That's that's what they get. And <laughs> and what is it? Gil Gilchus Alexander, whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah, he's one of the best players. Yeah, 24 points. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, that's it. That's their offense right there. Those yeah, two they, guys. Look, I, they didn't do anything to improve defensively. I don't think they they no, didn't do anything no. to improve. You know, shooting the ball. Uh, it's another bad year for the Oklahoma City Thunder. But they do yeah, got a yeah. ton of draft picks, so at some point they're they're going to get one of these right. Yeah, they haven't yet. It's Let's talk it's, about like, it. it's like walk, it's like walking into a store, and they're remodeling, and once you walk in on the left, the sign says, "Pardon us while under construction." Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's this is this well, is you feel, uh, Josh Giddy Do you feel like they're they're one of these? <laughs> so, so Kenny, right? What what happens in like two years when you're like, wow, this store looks the same? <laughs> this is the same store. <laughs> yeah, they did. they run yeah. out of money? <laughs> you know, so I I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to do anything for the next few years. I know they're trying to bulk up on a lot of draft picks and see if they can turn this thing around at some point, but who, yeah. first of all, they're a, they're a, a small market team. No mm-hmm. players want to go there. So that hurts mm-hmm. them. So they can't mm-hmm. sign anybody to go there and try to rebuild around. Nope. I, I, I just don't know. I think hopefully they could get some sparky players that can, you know, make some noise at some point, but this ain't the season for that. Let's talk about the Portland ta- trailblazers who every year we keep saying like, Hey, this team's finally going to be a, uh, you know, a contender and, Somehow they just middle of the ground, but 42 and 30 last season made a coaching change. So Chauncey Billups is now the head coach of the Portland Trailblazers. They were the fifth best scoring team in the league last season at 116.1, but gave up 114.3 points a game, which was 23rd. Rebound 44.5 points, which was 12th overall, and assist 21.3, which was 30th. So the worst team distributing the, the basketball last season. Shot 45.3%, 82.3 from the free throw line. Resigned Norm, Norman Powell. Thought that was a good signing uh, to resign yeah. him. Signed Tony Snell, who's a solid player. Obviously, yep. have Damian Lillard, have CJ McCollum. Robert Covington is going to be the key. They also picked up Nance. Larry Nance, Nance Jr. Jr. Yeah. yeah. That was a good signing. Because you're adding nine points and seven boards to your roster. And if Covington does hold on to the job, you know, holds off Nance, um, it's still, even if they split time, I mean, you're looking at that position could give you 18 points. They need an improvement there, yeah. And if you can push that number up to, say, 21, you know, just three points – you know, one guy gets two more, one guy gets one more. You know, you're talking three points a game means a lot for this team because they weren't good defensively. And then you add Chauncey Billups into this mix, and if you don't think that's that's the one area where he's going to target that they need to improve is their defense, I mean, this this has all the makings of a team that could take the take this division. Wow, uh, oof! I don't know about that, but okay. I, I, mean, I, I like and, the Billups. And I think, you by signing Billups, you're also going to keep Lillard happy. Possibly, maybe. Yeah, but does Chauncey yeah. Billups, the first year coach, 
uh, how much of an impact can he have? He's never coached in the NBA. So we don't know what kind of coach he's going to A, B, and B, how quickly he's going to adapt to the game and be able to, you know, defensively get these guys better. We don't know what he's going to be able to teach and the train. The way he him. played can tell you everything. Because he was like having a coach on the floor. And he is just going to take that, use that, and bring it forward as an actual coach. Big shot Billups. Big shot Billups, baby. I don't know about I don't know about taking this division because the next team that's in here too is the Denver Nuggets. Yep. They went 47 and 25. They're coached by Mike Malone. They had the MVP of the league in Nikolai Jokic. Right, they were eighth overall in scoring at 115.1, eighth defensively at 110.1, 44.4 rebounds a game, 13th, 26.8 assists per game, which was fifth overall, 48.5 percent from the the field, 80.3 percent free throw shooters. Added Jeff Green and Austin Rivers. So again, just solid veteran guys who can. Do a few different things for you. They don't, they don't need the big points. Obviously, Aaron Gordon, Nikolai Jokic, Michael Porter Jr. as their big three. I I honestly think this team is they're, 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 they're going to overpass Utah in my eyes. Yeah. Any any opinions, gentlemen? Oh, no. <laughs> no I totally agree with you. I totally agree. Right? So, so I don't I don't think. Portland gets by them or Utah. And I think Denver, honestly, Jokic, Jokic is just unreal. And I think we had Paul Rogers on, Ron, when we did our triple play that time. And he said it. You don't see a big man that can do everything that Jokic can do. Not only can he score, but he can, he can, he can assist. He can rebound. He's the total package. 26 points, 11 rebounds, eight assists. Right? Like, he has more assists than almost every point guard in the league. Right, so it's insane. I, it, to me, he's he's definitely one of those uh, those keys. You know, to them, to them, just continue to be yeah. one of the top teams in the league. So, um, Michael Porter Jr. is going to be the next key as well, right? Because the the expectation is that he's going to. What did he average? Nineteen points, Ron. Nineteen point seven rebounds. Right. So if we can get him to twenty five. Yeah. In Denver. Aaron Gordon needs to be Aaron Gordon, though. Not, you know, he didn't look like himself in Denver after that trade. He wasn't the same. Aaron Gordon. Right? I yeah. I like this team. I like this team a lot. Oh, I do too. I definitely this division. How do you got the division going, gentlemen? Okay, I'll go first. Right. I don't want anybody to steal my Thunder. Hey, <laughs> sitting, sitting in dead last at yeah. fifth place. <laughs> Number four, I have Minnesota. Um, because Oklahoma is just bad. <laughs> Number three, I have Utah. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two, I have Portland. Wow. And number one, I have Denver. Wow. Did did you you switch with Kenny's list? Did you guys switch accidentally or? What are you talking about? I we just know. talked That's about Denver Portland and Portland and Utah. Utah. Wow. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, I have Utah finishing third right. in that division. All right, I got it. I got it this way. I got Minnesota last in fifth place. OKC at four. And I'm not uh, saying it's it's probably a game or two between the two of them. It's not going to be like this astronomical, but I, I don't think either one of those teams are very good. Portland at three, <laughs> Utah at two, and I got wow. Denver. I got Denver at one. Wow, we're not that far off. Wow, I don't that's know. Deep. Yeah, that's deep. deep. What you got, bro? What you got? Uh, wow. Well, surprisingly, I got OKC at five. Yeah, they're terrible. Minnesota, uh, four. But that's what I'm saying. Those two Utah. could be. I, I'm telling you, they're bad on the last place. Yeah, yeah. Utah, three. Portland, two. Wow. Nuggets, one. Look at you two. Tim is wrong. Look at his list. Ron knows basketball. You know, you know basketball, Ron? Ron, you know basketball? Mm. I, I Wait, he had my list? He had the exact same thing you had. That's yeah. pretty. Oh, wow. That's scary. That is. That shouldn't happen. <laughs> that shouldn't happen, gentlemen. All right. We'll go on to the Pacific Division. And this one has a lot of teams with a lot of uh, swag, as we'll call it. Uh, the Golden State Warriors will be the first team we discussed. They were 39 and 33 last season, coached mm -hmm. by Steve Kerr. Had the uh, top points scorer in the league in Steph Curry last season. Mm hmm. Scored 113.7 points per game, so the 12th overall, 112.7 against, which is 18th. 43 rebounds per game, which was 22nd. They were the number one assist team in the league at 27.7. Shot 46.8 from the field and free throw 78.5. Signed Andre Iguodala, Avery Bradley, and Otto Porter Jr. with a three that I noticed. Obviously, they still got Steph Curry. Draymond Green. Questions would be at Clay Thompson, Wiggins, who isn't vaccinated as well and would not be able to play in any home games for them. And then their rookie last season, Wiseman, and what he can bring to the table. So are the Warriors back to what we need them to be and a contender for the West? No. Of course. From what I, no, from what I understand, uh Kuminga is going to be starting, and you know, so they're going to be starting a rookie small forward. So, what does that tell you about somebody else that was normally in that spot? Wiggins, they have to replace Wiggins. No, they have Wiggins as a small as the starting shooting guard. He ain't gonna. He's not even gonna play for them. I'm just saying, this team is in trouble. I, I think they're in trouble. When's Clay Thompson back? That, that's that's right. what I'm saying. That's the, key. That's the question. If he, back. Black brother's back. if he comes back, game over. Game over, okay? Because let me tell you something. Thy dynamic duo, them two, are bad. Let me tell you something. Mamma Jammas. Did you, did, you see, did you see Steph just score 41 points? In a preseason game, forty-one oh. points like it was nothing. Are you kidding me? I'm not. I'm not. Actually, doubting. Kenny. Actually, Kenny. It was nothing because it was a preseason game. <laughs> so the, the thing you got to look at this though, I think they've lost the swag. I think so too. Not at all. I think Clay. Listen, I I love Clay. I think he was a, a phenomenal player. 
the problem is I don't know if he could stay healthy again. Like it's once you get your legs that start to go, and they need him for sure. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green is not the same player he was three years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Right? You're asking a lot from Steph. Iguodala is what, 40? He's yeah. got to be close to 40. Yeah, he's 40. He is 40. Right? Avery Bradley, who I liked defensively, but think about it. Since he's left Boston, he's never been the same player. No. Nope. They need these young kids to be able to produce. And if they're not going to have Wiggins for 50% of the games as well, that hurts them. Do they still have Avery Bradley? They just signed him. Oh. Okay. So I don't. I don't know. I. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I. I. I just don't know where they can go. So let's look at. I'm go ahead. They're gonna be better than Sacramento. So let's talk about Sacramento. Very good segue, Ron. That was perfect. Nice. nice. Uh, they went thirty-one and forty-one last season. Uh, they coached by Luke Walton. <laughs> they scored one hundred and thirteen point seven points a game, which was eleventh. 117.4 uh, points against, which was 28th. 41.4 uh, rebounds per game, which was dead last. So they were the worst rebounding team in the league. Uh, 25.5 assists, which uh, was 12th. They shot 48.1% from the field and 74.5 from the free throw line. Only you know big signing. Oh, go ahead. You know what this team is looking forward to? Halloween. Halloween. Because Luke is. Luke Walton is going to bring his dad to the party and they're going to go as Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. Oh, he could go as Chewbacca. I am your father. He goes as Chewbacca. Think about it. Chewbacca's big. I mean, that would yeah, be but no, big. no, it would be Luke right, yeah. and Darth Vader because no, Darth Vader is father. Luke's I got father. you. Very good. Spoiler alert. Nobody's ever seen Star Wars. You just ruined it for him for the rest of the Oh, life. man. <laughs> oh, well, such is life. Alex Len is their biggest signing that I saw center. Marvin Bagley Jr., Buddy no, they, Hill. Sacramento signed Tristan Thompson, didn't they? DeAndre, I, it doesn't matter. DeAndre Fox and Harrison Barnes are their best players. Is Fox is being wasted on this team. That's my opinion. Yeah, he is. And Buddy Heal's one of the best shooters in the league. Somebody they need to trade these guys. <laughs> teams that they could actually make a Wait difference. Wait a minute, but if they have two pieces, if they can get a third piece, say Tristan Thompson has a, a great Bro, year. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, you're trying here, and it's not no, working. No, but they no, but look, look, just he's gone. Look, all seriousness. It brings them closer to the Kardashians have, he's on the West they Coast. Have, they have Fox and Heald, okay? If they can get a big guy and, you know, maybe... has got to step up. Maybe I mean, this the, team can actually do something. You're my numbers guy. What did Bagley average away from changing their direction. What did Bagley average last year? 14.7 uh, rebounds. He's got to be, be, a, he's gotta be an 18 and 10 guy. They need him to be 20, to be honest. Really, right? But I, I don't know, man. I just, every year they disappoint. And I like Luke Walton as a coach. I don't know. I just think he, he's got a bad rap in LA. I think, I think they're heading in the right direction is what I'm saying. I make jokes about them and all that, but. But they know. are by far in the worst division. Like Yeah, yeah they don't want to be in this standpoint, division. Like every team above them is a playoff team. Uh, yeah. 
So it's like, how do you, I mean, how do you compete in that? Right. So you're, you're taking all your luck. You probably can beat other teams. If they were in the East, they'd be one of the better teams. Yeah. They're, they're, that division's brutal. Yeah, it is. So we're going to talk about the team that finished second overall in the West, second in the NBA, and that would be the Phoenix Suns, who went 51-21. and 21. Coached by Monty Williams. Thought he did a great job last season. They were they scored a 115.3 points a game, which was seventh overall. Gave up 109.5, which was seventh overall. So both top ten rebounds, 23rd overall in the league at 42.9, but third in assists at 26.9. Shot 49% from the field, 83.4 from the free throw line. Resigned Cameron Payne, so good backup, solid. Resigned Chris Paul, kept him in Phoenix. Signed JaVel McGee. I thought that was a great signing for them as well, just to give yep. them some more depth. Obviously, you have Devin Booker, who's one of the best young stars in the league. DeAndre Ayton, who I thought made huge strides in the playoffs and definitely became one of those top, you know, big men in the league. And then Mikhail Bridges. Can this team get back to the can they get back to the finals? Um Maybe <laughs> they can get back to the finals. Wow, I don't. You didn't sound very convincing in that, but they won't. There we go. There it is again. <laughs> they can get back to the finals, but they won't. Kenny, what do they need to get back to the finals? They need to pay that man his money. I, I do like this team, though. Like I'm looking at it, the bench, bench yep. is solid. No. no, their center. Oh, Aiton. Yep, need to pay that man his money because he did a real good job in the playoffs last year. Real good job. Did a good job all season. Yeah. yeah so I, listen, points, 11 rebounds. Yeah. They, they're constructed to go back. Yeah, okay, yeah. But the thing is, listen, if we can all say that Chris Paul probably exceeded what expectation was because he hadn't been Chris Paul for a couple of years, right? We knew, we started to see the age a little bit. We started to see him slowing down. Injuries, and, fatigue. Right, injuries. Like he, he turned that corner, you know, reversed the, the hands of time last season and, and was Chris Paul of old. Like he yeah, made the dude. difference for that team. He was a true point guard too with and, nine assists. And then hence why they lost in the finals because he wasn't the same Chris Paul in the finals because he had that injury. Yeah. Right? I just think this division is way too tough, and it's going to be very hard for them to go back. They're going to this; these teams are going to beat each other up the entire season, mm -hmm. right? Because the next team we're going to talk about is the Clippers, and the Clippers went forty-seven twenty-five. They're coached by Tyron Lue. They scored one hundred fourteen points per game, which was tenth, fourth best defensively at one hundred and seven point eight, forty-four point two rebounds per game, which was seventeenth, twenty-four point four assists per game, which was seventeenth. Shot 48.2% from the field and 83.9% from the free throw line. Obviously, re-signed Kawhi, uh, Kawhi Leonard, which was really big. Um, Reggie Jackson, Nicholas ba uh, Batoon, Justice Winslow, I thought was a sneaky signing there. Got Eric Bledsoe in a deal. And then, obviously, they have Paul George. What do we think about the Clippers? I think adding Bledsoe definitely helps. Definitely helps. Um, it between him and and Reggie Jackson in the backfield, um, point guard coming off the bench and stuff. 
I, I think backcourt, it, buddy. It, backcourt. No, I'm talking about just the point guard. Yeah, I know, but you said backfield. And oh, no. did I say backfield? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, we're, um, we're not talking football, we said today. Yeah, no, but I think that eases the burden of Paul George. Like, because you have a, you have now two guys that are very adept in in uh, bringing the ball up the court. And I and I know I've been hopping on this a lot today, but it's but it is so true in this league. I, I feel like if you were building a team from scratch, you're starting at point guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like that's, you that's, to have that's a good one. See it. Yeah, and I think Bledsoe is going to add a lot to this team. I, I think he's and, better than Beverly. I think he's a better point guard oh, than Beverly. Absolutely. And absolutely. Listen, the only the only downfall for the Clippers right now is going to be the health of Kawhi Leonard. Nope. Right, right. Because again, he he is a guy who takes games off. Right, they the the classic NBA rest. Right, we're going to give him a rest day and and all this, but he also gets hurt a lot. Yeah, he's been hurt consistently. Well, trying to avoid that, so so I don't even think he's starting the season. I think he's he's still recovering from surgery he got in the off season. So I don't even think Kawhi will be playing uh, early that, on in the season. For that them. could be why Winslow is there. Yeah, and again, now you got Paul George, who's going to have to again take on more of a a role, and we'll have to see how that all works out. So, the team, the most interesting team in this division, is going to be the Los Angeles Lakers, right? So they went forty-two and thirty last season, coached by Frank Vogel. They had the assist; they have the uh, current assist uh, leader from last season. That's Russell Westbrook. Um, obviously, the numbers that they had are all. <laughs> non-effective uh, at this point because they've gotten t- the entire team is completely different. So um, they scored 109 points uh, a game, uh, gave up 106, which was second overall. So defensively, Vogel definitely, you know, has a defensive mind to him. But um, after that, I would just say that let's just look at the signings. So Malik Monk, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, Kent Bazemore, Kendrick Nunn, Trevor Ariza, they they obviously made the trade for Russell Westbrook. They've got LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Who's beating this team in the West? Um, who's beating the team? Father well, time. Well, that that's basically it, right? You know? uh, I hear the new sponsor is going to be a Mash reboot TV show. You know, so <laughs> Ben Gay is also a new sponsor. Depends. Depends. Yes. I, you know, I these are all the new sponsorships yes. for, for yes. this team. AARP. Yep, we got you. Yeah. So, look, look. I mean, on paper, that looks awesome. But we all know that they're not playing full seasons. No, none of them. None of them. And their best guy is honestly probably Anthony Davis, who can never stay healthy. No, he can't. He can't. And we saw this last year. And we had this discussion, you know, uh, on whether or not he can stay healthy. And I remember that conversation. It's like literally I think it was days later where he he got hurt. hurt. (laughs) Listen, the only thing I I would say is this. We've seen what Tom Brady can do. At 44, 
LeBron James is got that same mentality that when you tell him he can't do something, his determination to make it happen. If he can honestly motivate this team enough to say, look, and they don't have any health issues, they're the best team in the West. But the so problem here's, is here's the problem I have with with him. It's like you know damn well he's making the decisions who's coming to play there. No, without a doubt. Okay. When he's making those decisions, you don't win. You don't win championships. It just doesn't happen. It it never does. You know, when he's dictating who he wants to play, you know, he's done it last year, the year before. He's like, oh, I want this guy. They sign him, and then it turns out to be a disaster. Ah, look, I there's no way if I'm a if I'm a franchise and you know LeBron James wants to be GM, I'm not hiring him. It's not happening because there's no way I'm letting him build the team. So, Sorry. I mean, I think this is a this is a circus waiting to happen. What about Rondo back in LA as well? Uh, it worked well for him. He was on that championship team. I know, I know. But how old is Rondo now? Yeah. But what do you need from him? He's backing up Westbrook. Yeah. So yeah. that's a pretty solid, you know, backup. That's, that's if he even gets into the lineup. Because uh, who are you gonna? Who are you gonna? You gonna? Sit none, fifteen points, three rebounds, three assists. No. You're gonna sit him no. for Rondo? No, no. So, so of the guys that they have signed, who's gonna have the biggest impact? Rondo is there for one yeah. thing and one thing yeah. only. He is there just in case Westbrook gets hurt for because he's old. He's old. That's that's what he's there for. And honestly, Westbrook's the youngest of of them. Oh, I know that. I'm right? just saying, so, but he has more mileage. All right, so let's see. Let's see how we got these divisions. Ron, lead us off. <sighs> number one and two are very difficult for me, but number five, Sacramento. Shut number dude. four, Golden State. Yeah. Number three, I have the Lakers. <whistles> and I have actually changed my mind four or five times. On who I wanted at number one, I went with Phoenix number two and the Clippers number one. Wow. 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 But that don't mean it turns out that, that way. Ladies in the and gentlemen, the sports unfolded exclusive. You don't get this anywhere else. I'm going to tell you right now that that is an upset waiting to happen. Kenny, I know you've got this different. Of course, I got the, what? I got San Antonio at five. I got San Antonio. Where are you? I got the Clippers. I got the Clippers at four. All right, Sacramento. You said San Antonio. Sacramento. Okay. Clippers at four. The Lakers at three. Six. Cooling's back in the house. Hold on, Kenny. Time out. Cooling back in the house. We didn't think we'd ever see you again, Cooling, after those Colts and, and what they've they've been this season. I'm proud to see you back, brother. So it's nice to see you. Welcome to the Sports Unfolded <laughs> NBA preview show. And go ahead, Kenny. I am so sorry to interrupt you. I have to get in there. San Antonio at five. <laughs> four. He said San Antonio <laughs> again. <laughs> Sacramento, Kenny. I'm sorry. Sacramento. No, Sacramento, five. San Antonio at five. 
San Antonio. No, Sacramento. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sacramento <laughs> at five. The Kings. Okay. Sacramento okay. at five. Clippers yeah. at four. Lakers at three. Wow. Suns at two. And no, Golden State at Come one. On. <laughs> if, if, wow. If Clay comes back <laughs> and he can stay healthy. Wow. Dumb boy, dumb boys are gonna put up shots. Out. I, I I just don't what are we what are we doing? What are we doing here, gentlemen? Listen, Sacramento at five. I think we all agree. And if San Antonio was in this division, yes, Kenny, they would be in fifth. So either way you look <laughs> at it, you, you you probably get that one right. I got the Warriors at four. Yeah, way so too many I. questions. Way too many questions. Clip is at three. Number two, the Lakers. Phoenix still holds on to the number one spot there. <laughs> Sorry, Cooler, man. I had to, brother. We haven't seen you. We've been doing some football. Haven't seen you. We missed you. We missed we missed uh, the Colts banter. So we ha I had to bring it up. I said the next time you were on, I had to mention it about the Colts. But we're glad you're here. We're glad you're here. But I just think Phoenix, again, still, they're, they're the cream of the crop in this division. Cream of the crop. We're on to our final division, gentlemen. And that is the Southwest Division. And we've got a couple of interesting teams here. And then some that aren't so interesting. But let's start off with the Dallas Mavericks, who went 42-30 and 30 last season. They coached by now Jason Kidd. They scored 112.4 points a game, so 17th overall. Points against was 110.2, which was 9th. 43.3 rebounds, which was good for 21st. 22.9 on the assists, which surprised me, 26th overall. Shot 47% and then 77.8 from the free throw line. Biggest signing, they re-signed Tim Hardaway Jr. Obviously, they have Luca and Krista Porzingis. What do we think with the new coaching change? Does this make them a better team? Yes. It does. I think they're going to do quite well, actually. Like, who do they have in this division? This division isn't that great. The division is pretty bad. So, I think... I think Dallas kind of walks away with this series. This this Division. division. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I, and listen, we all know what Luca brings. I don't think that's the question with this team. It's Porzingis. It, it, Tim Hardaway Jr. can can be the same player he was last season for them. And I know, Ron, what was his numbers last season? I love my stack guy. You're, you're awesome tonight. We lost Kenny again. 17 points, three rebounds. So I think he's got to be a 20-point guy. He's got to be the 20-point guy. Porzingis needs to be a double-double guy. Yeah, Most you pretty much was. Right? So Porzingis sticks there. You get you get 20-plus points. Yeah, but losing the second round. I mean, very, very well could because, again, the, the West is loaded again. It's very deep. Very, very deep. But in this division, they're by far the best, best team in the division. Yeah. Um, But here's an interesting team. And let's – the Memphis Grizzlies, listen, they have a they have one of the best young superstars as well. I mean, we keep talking about these young superstars and what we're getting. <laughs> Right, I love this kid, John Morant. Right, coached by Taylor Jenkins. 
He doesn't think KP will be a double-double guy. Okay. But so they averaged 113.3 points a game, which was 15th, uh, 112.3 against, which was 16th. Rebounds, one of the best rebounding teams in the league. So they were 46.5, which was fourth overall. Fourth in assists as well as a team, 26.9. Shot 46.7 from the field and 77.1 from the free throw line. I didn't see any big signings for this team. So if I missed one, gentlemen, please fill me in on that. I, obviously, we're going to talk about John Morant, Dylan Brooks, Steven Adams. Those are probably that big three. Do they have enough to at least compete in the West? By compete, you mean maybe finish? No, no, no. You don't have them in the playoffs? No, I don't. They made the playoffs last season. They were eighth seed. I don't have them in the playoffs. Don't have them in the playoffs. So I think John Morant's one of those those kids that makes a difference. And he, he just seems like he's, he's a special player. He does a lot of different things. So it's not just his scoring ability, but it's him getting the, the team involved. Listen, if you're fourth in rebounding and fourth in assist, you're showing a team game there, which is important. Yeah. Absolutely. I like. So they bought him again. Wow. So, I mean, but again, like we said, we talk about this division, where they're at. Uh, again, San Antonio Spurs, which is the next team we're going to discuss, they went 33-39, and 39, coached by, obviously, the great Greg Popovich. He's been around for quite some time. Numbers don't blow you away. They, were, they scored 111.1 points a game, which was 20th. Gave up 112.8, which was 19th. 43.9 rebounds per game, 18th. Assists per game, 24.4, 16th in the league, 46.2% from the field, and 79.2 from the free throw line. So, I mean, middle of the ground all the way across the board for the Spurs last season. Biggest signing I saw was Doug McDermott. And then I saw Thaddeus Young and Al Farik Aminu are the three guys that are the two guys that I saw on their team. I don't see enough talent on this team at all. Losing no. Patty Mills hurt. Right, that's a big loss. We talked about Patty Mills being, in, you know, in Brooklyn and what that's going to mean. Yeah, they picked. Uh, they got Murray going to be their point guard, and they better hope he pans out because they really don't have another one. Yeah, they don't have much. This is probably his worst team he's ever had. Pop. You yeah. Know why? You know why? Why? You got all Americans. He needs a French. He needs a Spaniard. <laughs> you know, he needs he needs he needs international players. That's all he's ever had. About yeah, that's all he yeah. ever had. Other than Duncan, Duncan he, he, and Robin. What he yeah. needs is t- is Tony Parker and Tim Duncan. <laughs> yeah. that's I, think, what he needs. I think the problem is listen. And I, <laughs> granted, football is my my favorite sport, so I keep reverting back. But if you look at what like the New England Patriots with Belichick and being there for so long, and having the great player. He's in that same boat now. Like, how does he replace a Duncan? How do you replace a, a Mano Ginobili, a, a Tony Parker? And it's yeah. not as easy. And once it you, you eventually that starts to fade. And I think he's on that backside of this is that the the, the first time you're going to see him lose for a couple of years in a row. Yeah. And then hopefully they get back in the draft and get one of those players. They got lucky with the Duncan that that year they got the number one. I mean, who knows what happens, but um Listen, I to me they're battling it out with Houston in this division for the worst team in the division, and I mean the Rockets didn't do anything to improve as well. They were dead last in the, uh, the West last season at seventeen and fifty-five. They coached by Stephen Silas, 
They scored 108.8 points a game, which was 24th overall. Uh, gave up 116.7, which was 27th overall. 27th yeah, in rebound. Go they got some promising players, though. I mean, Wall is a is a very good player. Like five years ago. Yeah. He's still good. He got 21 I, I, points last year. Seven assists. They, they what, what, do you want from a, what do you want from a yeah, point mid That's what you want. Got you. He's a mid-30s guy. Yeah. Listen, they got Eric Gordon. Uh, you know, again, it's it just I didn't Daniel Tice. Yeah, that's the that's the one that puzzles me <laughs> that he's going to be their starting power forward. Right, Dante Exum. I didn't even know that guy was still playing basketball. Me neither. They did draft Jalen Green, and I know Kenny, you, you're kind of big on uh, on the uh, drafts here. So, what do you think about Jalen Green? I think that was a good pick. I think that was a good pickup. Jalen Green. Yeah, he's stud. He's a real stud. He's gonna be good. The more yeah. years we see them make enough improvement to actually not be in the basement. Not this year, no. No. So about a couple years away, couple right? Years away. We'd probably all agree on that. Nope. I don't. Ron's probably got him in third. I, I can't right now with you guys. Oh, I have him beating San Antonio. Well, okay. <laughs> San Antonio's got nothing. We've got one more team to talk about. And that's the New Orleans. Pelicans. Yeah. 31 and 41. Coached by Willie Green. So new coach there as well. Willie Green. They were ninth in scoring at 114.6. They gave up 114.9. So they were dead even there. Rebounding 47.4, which was third overall. Assist 26, 10th, 47.7% per from the field, 72.9 from the free throw line. Only signing I saw that I, I thought was of any key was Josh Hart. They got Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, who is out, I, I believe, for the beginning of the season as well with an injury. Mm-hmm. What yeah, do we think about the Pelicans? Are they uh, are, are they a playoff team? Yeah. Wow. No doubt. No, no doubt. Yeah. You know yeah. I I I have them at the number eight spot. So is the playoffs again the the, the seven through ten? I believe they're I don't know, but I'm saying they're going to be in the eighth spot. Whether it's a play-in, whatever mm-hmm. it is, I don't know okay. how it's going to work out. But okay, um, I think they're good enough to get there, mostly because they're going to beat up on a couple of these teams. Um, it's not going to be easy for them by no means because there's a lot of good deep teams. In the, the West. West, that's that's what hurts them. Yeah, but they get the benefit of having to play Houston and San Antonio a lot, while a team like Golden State, who I have fourth, uh, only has the luxury of beating up on one team. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so like Golden State loses out, even though I think Golden State is a better team than New Orleans. New Orleans gets in because it has a better schedule to play. Gotcha. How do you have this division going? Uh, I got Spurs at five, Rockets at four, Grizzlies at three, New Orleans at two, and the Mavs at one. Okay. Okay. That's exactly what I got. You got the same exact one again. That's two out of this thing. You guys agreed. I got Houston at 
five. San Antonio at four. I just think the coaching uh, gets them a couple more wins. New Orleans at three. Memphis at two. And Dallas at one. Wow, you have Memphis beating out of New Orleans, huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I just don't know. Zion, A's got to stay healthy. And then B, there's even talk of rumblings that he wants out of New Orleans as well. So I don't know if his heart's in it to be there. And I'm not, I'm never sold on Brandon Ingram. I think he's a good player. I don't think they, the hype with Brandon Ingram's to me is, is, you know, a little over. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that team. All right. So, gentlemen, we've got to figure out who we've got going to the finals and then who's winning it all. Well, why don't we pick? Why don't we pick? Look, look, no, 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 because finals. At least give the semifinals so we can get top two. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. So who do you got in the East? Who's your semifinals, Ron? Uh, Philadelphia and Brooklyn, if Ben Simmons stays. Okay. If not, it is Brooklyn – and Miami. Okay. All right. Kenny? Brooklyn and the Nets. Wait, what? Brooklyn <laughs> and the Nets. <laughs> We're back on it. Kenny, what are you drinking over there, brother? I want some of it. I want some of it. That's the same thing. Or whatever you have. Can I have some of it? I got Brooklyn. Brooklyn and the. It's actually not a bad pick. I can see that. Brooklyn and the Bulls. Brooklyn and the Bulls. I've got Milwaukee and I got Miami. I think Miami, Miami with Jimmy Butler. And who do you have winning? So who do I have winning in the East? Yes, Miami. Wow. Miami. What about the West? Gentlemen, West. What do we got? <coughs> well, I got Brooklyn winning. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Yes. You got Brooklyn. So you I got, got Brooklyn, Brooklyn in the East. And you got Brooklyn in the East. And I got Miami. All right. So then uh in the West. Clippers, Phoenix. Okay. I think we're all gonna have a different team on this one. Kenny? Uh, I got Golden State. <laughs> I don't know what year he's in. Curry's going to average 75 points a game. Yeah, pretty much. Golden State and the Warriors. Portland. <laughs> Golden State and Portland. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Golden State. So you got Golden State versus Brooklyn for the finals. I've got I've got in the West. I've got Denver and LA. (laughs) The Lakers. So I got the Lakers and Denver in the Western Conference Finals. Ron, who do you got winning in the West? Did I say my teams yet? You said your two teams. You said the Clippers and um, Phoenix. Um, 
I'm going to go with uh, the Clippers. So, see, we both... LA versus New York this year. Versus the Knicks? Oh, Brooklyn. No, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> I was like, New York Knicks, where they come from? So, I got Miami versus LA Lakers. Oh, no. Ron? No. Who, who are you on. picking? Who's uh, your winner? I'm Who's going Brooklyn. I'm going Brooklyn. You're going Brooklyn. Mm. Kenny? Without Irving. Golden State. Golden State's winning it all. Yeah. Clay's going to be back. They're going to be stronger than ever. Two-man game. Okay. I'm telling you. Okay. All right. I've got the Miami Heat defeating the LA Lakers. Thank God. Championship. Thank God. Jimmy Butler gets his, gets his ring. I, you know, I actually wouldn't mind seeing Miami win it. Jimmy I Butler. Mind. Uh, <laughs> I, I was, I, I had him, and I'm like, I wanted to pull the trigger, and I was like, because the way I, I did it. Too many questions with Brooklyn. I don't trust it. Well, the problem then, I had is I had Brooklyn having to play Miami before that, and that made me. And one of the things we talked about with the Lakers, right? It's the same thing with Brooklyn. Oh, Durant hasn't played a full season in a while. I know that. Harden's been hurt, right? Last season. Kyrie won't play for them. They're not going to have a big three probably all year. No. I think that hurts them. I think that that puts them in a worse seed, which ultimately helps Miami. But listen, first and foremost, great show. Great show, gentlemen. I appreciate the time. I want to tell everybody that's been watching, if you want to watch Sports Unfolded, we're live every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Rhode Island underscore broadcasting on Twitch. Subscribe. We appreciate it. We've gotten a ton of bits from you guys tonight. We appreciate that as well. Follow us on social media on Sports Unfolded, at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram. You can listen to us on our podcasts on Amazon, Anchor, Google, and Spotify. So many different ways to listen, watch. Appreciate all the support. We have picked our finals. We have picked our NHL finals. We've picked our NFL finals. So we're going to have to see how we all pan out at the end. But stay tuned in a few weeks. We're going to do an NFL. I know a lot of NFL fans out there cooling. You got to make sure you're in this one. We are going to do our midseason gradings for the NFL season and see where we, where we think that teams are and where they currently are in the, the realm of it. But uh, gentlemen, great, great show. Appreciate the time. Uh, appreciate all, all your dedication on these stats, Ron. Great numbers. Kenny golden state warriors winning it all. I knew I would get something out of you. That would just, you know, mind blowing every time mind blowing. So to all the fans out there that have watched live, thank you so much. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank we'll you. see you on Friday night. Peace. Peace. Take care, everybody. Thank you.